It's time for the weekly sports dump. And I'm your host, Joe Canale. Yeah, that's right, folks. It is the sports dump. And and as always happens, whenever I do the intro for the sports dump, usually it's Nooch, but today it was Lauren Flans. They just talk right over the intro. It's amazing. Uh, Nooch does it on purpose. I think yeah. Lauren just did it. Uh, Lauren Flans is did here with us. Did you just call me they? Did you just pronoun me they? I sure hope not. I mean, unless you'd like me to. You did. It's I, it's fine. It's not my pronoun, but that's fine. I'm very impressed. Well, I feel like it's they. It's like because I'm gay, you suddenly went on red alert. No, I, it's because I have a daughter who's in the who's working amongst the they realm. And she taught me about it. We had this conversation off air. Sure. Actually. That, but that was you totally they, me. I mean, I don't I don't care. I feel like everyone should be no, there. Come Doesn't on. They work... Don't sell yourself short. That was impressive. Well, my 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 wife is taking Spanish lessons and we pointed out how how if you just get rid of the masculine and feminine. And it's just it's so much easier. Everybody can be. What do we need to differentiate that for? The differentiation is what makes the oh, problems before you. Uh, Lauren and I uh, dive into some topics that are, you know, culturally relevant as well. Lauren is our cultural uh, correspondent because she doesn't really know anything about sports. And I'm having a hard time getting women who do know stuff about sports to do the podcast. So in the in the interest of both getting Lauren um, on the air and having some female representation and as recommend we'll have to talk i could recommend some well, people I, i'll take those recommendations women, women but i also think for the sports. Yeah. for the sports dump it's also good to have a non-sports fan perspective because we're not all about we're not mm-hmm. glorifying sports we grew i'm a sports fan but i understand it's ridiculous so later on in the show we'll have some more sportsy mm-hmm. things with dan antonucci i did a segment our annual basketball preview this year only a few weeks late and then following that segment, we'll have a brand new segment, Pro Football Max, a guy I met at Dave & Buster's where I work on Sundays giving prizes away at the football games. Pro Football Max has a website where he does pro football picks and everything. I brought him on, and we did a very sporty update and preview of the weekend's games. In the future, it will not be quite as sportsy. But this is a pretty sportsy one. If you want that, that'll be at the end of the podcast. But now we welcome Lauren Flans here to talk about some issues that Hi. maybe go beyond sports. Hi, Lauren. Nice to see you. Anything you want to plug? Good to see you. My, my dog is bar. I don't want to plug my dog. He's just if you hear him in the background, he wants to go out um, and I'm doing this. So I'm not letting him out. So he's not <laughs> he's, he's not happy about this. I won't take up too much time, Piero. It'll be fine. Mina Kimes, who's a, a great NFL correspondent uh, uh, analyst for ESPN. She has a dog named Lenny that is similar. Uh, you know, one of those little wienery dog type things looks a little more like yeah. my old dog, Basha. I think you've seen pictures of Basha, like a vicious mm-hmm. dog. Her dog looks like that. Yeah. There's these genres of dogs like casting agents. Have you noticed this? Almost every casting agency will have a dog there and they are the best behaved dogs in the world. No yapping, no yipping. They're usually small, soft little dogs. They're long haired Mm -hmm. dogs. 
because these short-haired sh- small dogs probably have Chihuahua in them. That's my guy, and they don't he has shut up. A chihuahua in him. He's usually not yappy, but he just because it's sunny, he yeah. wants to go out. But then it's cold, so he comes right back in. These so animals don't like understand. Like, dude, yeah, he doesn't understand weather. Yeah, yeah. So he's All doing right. some yips. So that's good. We got wow. the dog. Can you talk hear that? He's like I... yipping. Yeah. Okay. Piero, we won't Piero. take long. We got three stories. I wanted to Piero, bring you in. Come talk about the Holocaust. Come on, yes, please. because not yeah. only are he's you. He's a German dog. That's why he's barking. He knows we're about to talk about Kyrie Irving and and, and mm-hmm. anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. But he's one of the good Germans, your dog is, mm-hmm. Piero, I assume. Yeah, because he's German-Mexican. Like you said, he's mixed with Chihuahuas. I mean, German-Mexican, that's a great combo. That's a good combo. Mm -hmm. So so Kyrie Irving, tell me what you know about this story as a non-sports fan. Okay. Yeah, okay. First of all, is he also, is he like a flat earther too? There's something, this isn't the first time he's done some crazy shit, right? So let me just give you a quick rundown. He was on my radar. Flat earther unvaxxed and missed a lot of the season out of his reluctance to get vaccinated sure. never did and now the latest thing is is tweeting but now out, they're just letting him play even though he, he never got vaccinated they're just well, like nah, whatever. they got rid of the rule for everybody oh he's they the, got rid of the okay okay they got so rid he, of the he rule basically, for everybody so then he started he, he aged he aged he wrote it out the, yeah he did he wrote <laughs> it out Good wow for that's wild that's commitment and there you go. I Hero, think that's the dude. secret. It's commitment because this latest incident with him. And again, I, I will mention that uh, not only are you a not sports fan, you're also a member of the tribe, which uh, which has some, inf- uh, you know. I mean, I assume that's why you wanted to have me on. No, you need a no. Jew if you're gonna. No, no. <laughs> My ex-wife is Jew. My daughter is a Jew. I know. Neither of them would come on the show. I though. know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> I, I think I think having a bunch of honest to God, you know, like, obviously, I think I'm on the right side of this with Kyrie Irving, but you're not you're not African-American, <laughs> but you are a woman and you are Jewish, which puts you and you are gay, which puts you at the subject gay, of also, you, yeah. there's there's persecution. I'm in intersectional, barely, but I am. Yeah. yeah. If you if you were if you honestly Jewish is not minority enough for you to be a, a huge star based on all your things. If you were kind of like half Latino, half Asian and, and half African-American, don't disregard mm. the fractions. You might be you might be the perfect celebrity for this day and age. I'm pretty I mean, especially for L.A., I'm very basic. I'm yes. just a, like yes. white Eastern European Jew. So no, like you're just there's a, really nothing you're just special a, going a on. Gay <laughs> Jewish woman. There's a million. Yeah, it's here. there's go to the Silver Lake Trader Joe's and you'll bump into like 40 of me. So, so Silver Lake <laughs> is not a really sim- a big deal. But it's similar to Brooklyn, which adds another layer of this. Well, so it, that's so just what to I go was gonna it. say. I found out he plays for Brooklyn. Like, can you pick a Jewier city? Like what? What a fucking idiot. If you played for like the Jazz or like whatever Pennsylvania team there is, it's like, okay. The Jazz, you would understand. You 
Yeah, but you fucking play like in Brooklyn, like ground zero for Jews. That's true. Also, isn't it? I just read, isn't the NBA, what is it, like commissioner or whatever? Is it some guy named Adam Silver, which is the Jewiest name? And like, what this guy. The previous commissioner was David Stern, who was also. Ah! Oh, the NBA has been run by New York Jewish men for its entirety. Oh, funny to me that this guy, like, doesn't. just like. He uh, is a flat earther. He is. A flat earther. And, and I and here's the situation, Lauren. Where did you go to school? Northwestern? Northwestern. Yeah. Northwestern. I'm sure. I mean, I'm Evanston. You guys hate when we say that, which is fair. Northwestern. Here's my problem with Northwest Northwestern. The people. <laughs> the people who come out of there are unbelievably talented. The, 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 honest to God, the name. That comes out of there, not just the Boom Chicago roster, the acting and writing and comedy talent know, that comes out of there is amazing. And they're all so goddamn stuck up. Yeah, well, if I'm not, I'm one of the few ones who didn't get famous and I'm not stuck up at all. You're so one of the least stuck up. Honestly, Super, my ex-wife yeah, also I'm there. not famous. She's not, she's not that did stuck she? up. Yes, she did. No, they won't let her. Yeah, it's the only it's the only college in Chicago they won't let her teach at. Um, that's the stuck up. So what I want so so Kyrie Irving again Mm anti-Semitic, but I think the situation Mm -hmm. with him. I mean, your understanding of the situation is what that he he I knew about him via Kanye, um, or I'm sorry, Yay. Yeah. But like he started, I feel like it might have flown under at least my radar if it weren't for Kanye being like, yeah, he, this guy gets it. Like, I feel like he okay. really pushed him into the spotlight. So then he was on my radar. Got it. Um, But I don't know what speci- I was reading a little before I logged on. And I guess there he like, what did he tweet out? He tweeted like, out a link to a, that's a very long up. documentary based on a book. It is rife with spelling errors, you know, like a self-published anti-Semitic <laughs> book that mm-hmm. just, you know, cool. they're, they're, I'm sure 10 of these are made every year that just lean mm-hmm. on every anti-Semitic trope. Now, this one in specific, I think, was geared towards and this is what a lot of things are geared towards splitting African-Americans from Jews. Yeah, it had See, a this specific. Is, I was like, are we going to talk about this? But yeah, I know this is like so we're like to the whitest people talking about this. But yeah, like divide and conquer initially even with a hundred percent. And initially with Kanye, I was because he is very mentally ill and it's sad, but like he is Oh, fucked up like that, dude. Holy shit. I'm, he, he, he is off his meds that him. he's never been prescribed. He is. Yeah, he's doing not well. So initially, like a couple weeks ago when Kanye was like, anti-Semitism, I was like, is this another Nick Cannon thing? Because do you remember when the Nick Cannon thing? Because look, I, Nick Cannon is not anti-Semitic. Like, he is not. I worked with him. He is, he is not, how can I say? He's, I don't think he's like, the brightest person in the entire universe, but he is a good dude. He's ambitious. He's hardworking. And I watched the whole, cause I was like, I don't want to defend him if I'm not going to be informed. So I watched the whole fucking like two hour long 
uh, video podcast of it. And it's like, Nick Cannon is a great example of like, someone came on his podcast and told him this thing in a way that was like, and then Nick Cannon was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And it's like, oh, Nick Cannon, no. And I thought that that was, and then he completely was like, I'm so sorry. He had a rabbi on, like Nick Cannon is not anti-Semitic. And I will fully say that. And at first I was like, is, I thought that was what was happening with Kanye because he's out of his mind and it's easy to take advantage of people who are in that kind of a vulnerable space. But then as it's gone further and then looking into like, oh, he said things like years earlier that are, I was like, oh, my bad. Like I gave him the benefit of the doubt and I should not have done that. So like, I do think that they do. And the whole reason I bring that up is because he said it's the whole divide and conquer splitting thing. And that to me was so obvious what was going on with Nick Cannon because he has a huge platform. So somebody came on and was like, it's a great way for me to like really benignly introduce this theory and like blah 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 and i was like (laughs) and so that is such a common thing that happens with between uh jews and african-americans and that does not or if that was if that was what happened with kanye it happened a year like years ago like we're way past that point oh yeah kanye i I mean bad you're right uh, Kyrie Irving is like a little tributary off of the Conway, uh, the Kanye River. Yeah. Like he, and if he's a flat earther, he's already in like crazy town. So it's but, like. But here's the thing with him and, uh, and ignorance. When I say ignorance, it's not a pejorative. It's simply a descriptor. Ignorance is a yeah, lack of information. There are people who are yeah, willingly it's ignorant. It's factual. <laughs> when you're willingly ignorant mm-hmm. and you don't want and you're like, no, nah, I'm going to close off to facts. Now I got a problem with you and I will use other words besides ignorance. But Kyrie Irving went to Duke. Oh, shit. But wait, Aaron, but right, like, right, for right, right, scholars, right, right, right. OK, yeah. Aaron <laughs> I Rogers, forgot how that whole thing works. Aaron Rodgers also is kind of a kooky guy. That guy We're not going to talk. Right. I hate that guy. You know where he went to school? Fuck that guy. He went to Cal. Stanford. I don't know. No, well, Cal, a great school. He probably could have gone okay. to Stanford, too. Both of these guys think they are as smart as the regular 100%. people who get into those schools. And Kanye gets called a genius by fucking idiots. So he literally thinks he's a genius. He's been told he's that, a genius. But those guys are geniuses, now. too. But you know what they're geniuses in? They are geniuses in sports and athleticism. We were talking earlier. You can freestyle rap improv. You're in the top 1% of 1% of people in the world who can freestyle rap improv. That is definitely not true, but thank you. Well, just think about how many people are in the world. How many have never done freestyle rap improv? I'm like maybe 10%, but thank you. It's very gracious. No, no. (laughs) 99.9% of people in the world haven't done it. So that gives you a huge advantage. Okay, well, now. The point being, yeah, now I'm turning it into an insult. But if I was to ask you (laughs) to run a 100-yard dash in in 9.9 seconds, your mastery of freestyle rapping would have no influence. I have like a 12-minute mile. Yeah, but these guys think that they're geniuses. Yeah. Kanye's right. a genius producer. He's Which not a genius. Which is a symptom thinker. of being stupid, by the way. Like yes. most people who are actually very smart think they're kind of dumb. I'm the exception. Because they're like, ah, yeah, well, you're. Mm-hmm. I'm the exception. I've got to be, you know, I, 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 I'm a contrarian. So Kyrie's been suspended for five games. Yeah. But it could be more. Good. He put out He put out the PR written appropriate apology today. Yeah, he didn't write that, right? I was like, this isn't this guy. When you see him talk and then you see what is written, <laughs> yeah. 
you know that yeah, it's yeah. not the same. But 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 it yeah. counts. She's using it words like perpetuate. I'm like, this guy didn't write that. Well, the thing is, if but Kyrie Irving, again, I don't think he has the the necessarily how can you, if you're a basketball player, even develop your mind to the point of a of a genius intellectual if you're also being a genius with basketball there's just no time i don't even care that to me i don't care that he's a basketball player i care that he's a flat earther like yeah. if you are a flat earther you are a fucking idiot because sarah silverman back when she had a, that hulu show that i really loved where she would like what was it called like something america I she ba basically america. I one I of really the many shows show. where they point at the she stupidity. had on but she would also like talk to the stupid people, which I do not have the tolerance to do. So I was like, God bless you. But she also had on smart people and she had on a couple of basketball players once. And I was like, these guys are fucking brilliant. Like they just happen to be really good at two things. Sure. I was actually like, whoa, I got to reevaluate. Like, I guess some, but of course some sports people are also really smart. And today's like, athlete. It, it can happen. Oh, some, yes, yes. Some, but some, this some guy isn't, good is my point. no. <laughs> He's not as smart as sure. you think. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so I so feel like I've said nine things that I could get in trouble for. Thank God no one listens to your podcast. No, th that's very true. That's that. the, that's the one thing you won't get that. in trouble for. All right, so Kyrie Irving, well, we kind of talked that out, and basically it's just like you're. It's the the, the divide and conquer makes me very angry. The ignorance yeah, in any way, but shit. the fact of like when I think, and again. I'm, I'm, you know, white guy liberal who probably thinks I'm a, a better person than I am, even, you know, just unconsciously the things I've done. But, uh, you know, I, I, I read and I've tried to grow. And it's not hard to think of what are the two biggest populations associated with slaves being slaves? Black people who this country was built on. And Jews who basically were slaves for everyone else when they wanted slaves in, in history. And I just sure. feel and like. And also, I know it's not a contest, but it's like Jews are a distant second. It's <laughs> like it's oh, worth yeah. saying, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, no, just... no. The, the Jews were just like little pocket. You know, they had this. There was the Israelites and the slavery of prehistory a little bit. No, we, yes. yeah, we built those pyramids. I've we're seen still, them. I know we're just history. on the yeah, edge. <laughs> we're just, America is just starting to lose all the advantages of slavery. They've just started to fade. Like, like we rode it for another like 150 years after it was over because we had such an advantage from it and it's just starting to fade now, but enough on him. Now I want to talk about, and we're not even going to talk about my third topic because I'll bring you on later for the world cup. You know, oh, I would have brought okay. Brandon. Wait, what's Hunt. the third top? It would have been the World is Cup. That, in, the World Cup is that Qatar. coming up? Yes, in Qatar. Sorry, and you what? know our friend Brendan Hunt. The World Cup. Yeah, I'm familiar with him. Well, he <laughs> would normally be our soccer correspondent, but as he told me yesterday, he is unable. He is contractually unable to do any podcasts because he's got one going with the awesome. Men in Blazers, so he cannot work for the oh, I, I got he, mad at him i said where's your where's your sports stuff? For... i said where's your sports dump carve out so so i may have to go to you but i want to talk about tom brady and giselle bunch and, yeah and i'm a, definitely as knowledgeable yeah wait really quick when is the world cup isn't it, it starts, in the summer it normally is in the summer now here we go folks now lauren's showing a little bit of See, her I secret i her love secret, the world Cup because you lived I in amsterdam the when they had the world cup there didn't you yes and I got really into it. Yeah. And it's a great event. Yes. And this year, because it's, it's in Qatar, awesome. because it's in Qatar, 
which they they oh, the bribed. Are opposite. Well, it's not. It's it's so hot in the summer there. It's like 140 degrees, oh. so they couldn't play there. So what they've done is they've moved it in a very inconvenient time in the middle of the seasons for oh, everybody. Oh no! And six thousand people died building these stadiums in Qatar. Slave labor. Yeah. Wait, wait seriously? Like recently, five to six thousand in the last eight years. Holy fucking Christ! Yeah. So that it's going to be a human rights so thing. Fucked up. Yeah. Dead. And they're still having it. They're just like, wow, that's really bad. So there's probably going to be a lot of protests and stuff. A lot of protests. But, but again, imagine. it's the Middle East, so they may not allow the protests. So that should be pretty interesting, actually. When is it happening? It's so starting it in happening? three weeks. Yeah. And it, it and it runs right through, I think, uh, right before Christmas, it's over. Yeah, that sucks for all of the. Well, well, that sucks. But for me, that's great because like what a fun time. Yeah, everything's happening at once. And normally there's just football now. But now this is a sport that you actually like and watch. Oh, my God. Yeah. During I'm, the time I'm you're going to be there. I had no idea. Well, you know I what? No idea. I'm we not don't even need anywhere. to get into the, the, the Tom and Giselle unless you have any opinions on Tom and Giselle. I am glad they're getting divorced. I think, and for the record, I think she's, she's like a horrible person too, probably. I don't know her. You know, I don't have anything yeah. against her. Right. But you got to assume, like, if you marry a piece of shit fuckhead, like, you probably suck. Also, most, like, billionaires and, like, you know, like, they, they all mostly suck. So it's not like I'm like, yay, Giselle, like, get free and live your Girl life. Power. I'm like, you suck too. But he sucks more and you're like, I'm always going to side with a hot woman. So it's like, yay, I'm glad they're divorced, but I'm not like a fan of hers by any right. means. But it's right. always fun when shitty, when a shitty dude gets dumped publicly. And he looks, I know we're not supposed to talk about how people look. I don't care. Because again, you can do a low it. listenership. God yeah. bless you. He looks fucking bad like what the fuck i saw that like, picture or that video or whatever where he's all gone he looks like yes what the fuck dude is he just like sad i think or he's had all like, the fat sucked out of did his she take oh you think he had worked well he oh, looks he's definitely real bad oh look at his hair that dude's 45 he? he's like 45 oh interesting okay um yeah he fucking sucks and i hate him so i'm glad that he is having like a really rough time because I'm petty. Well, you know what? So that's and, exciting. And, well, that's now you're getting into the sports world. That's something we can all agree on is being petty <laughs> and rooting against Tom Brady. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that yeah, you know what? That's a good note sucks. to go out on. Uh, and maybe we'll we'll have you back when the when this horrible. <laughs> I, I'll get a little more information on how many slaves died. Speaking of slaves, and 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 we can have yeah. you back. Uh, maybe as our our World Cup correspondent or one of them. Who are you rooting for? Oh, that's a bad idea. Um. I mean, okay. I always am going to like have affinity for Holland because that's like the team I started following. That's how you so discovered like Nash, yeah, soccer. Yeah. But also like in typical, like, you know, I lived in Amsterdam and I have a very love-hate relationship with it. So there, I can't like really, really root for them because I'm not USA like, versus oh, Holland in the final. <laughs> USA uh, Holland in the final. Who do you root for? Uh, no, I think I would want Holland. Okay. USA, like, no, we suck. We're embarrassing. Or we were. Maybe we're good now. But when I was there, we oh, were yeah. embarrassing. But that's the thing. We're, we're, we're still not a power. So if we were to make but, it to the final. 
Well, here's what I was going to say, though. I am the biggest Anglophile in the world. So I always kind of like England, too. Well, we're in a group like with UK. England. Yeah, we're in our See, first I group want with England. U.S.'s so want- or Hollanders? U.S. I want England to win for sure. Fuck the, fuck the, I already hate this country and talk all the time about how I want to move. There's no way I'd root for us. You can I absolutely hate this country. want England to beat us. You can hate this no. country and root for its teams. No. I can't though. I can I can be loyal to the to the women's soccer, not men. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not, well, you know, I root for now. Italy I and that tell country you a single is horrible. Player. Yeah, they are horrible, but they're fun to watch. Yeah, they're fun to watch. Um gosh, I don't know. Who do I like now? It's hard to say. It's been so long. Go with Holland, start doing a little so bit long. of research. Look into the Holland, mm-hmm. the Dutch team and and I guess you won't be rooting okay. for America. But uh, and I won't no, tell that to Brendan because his podcast is all about American soccer. Doesn't in his heart root for America in the World Cup. I don't believe that. Not in his heart. Yes. Have you Am seen I his wrong? Twitter? You're wrong. Really? He's a big USA we guy. Over Holland, though. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Well, don't tell him I said that. I don't want to be on his bad side, but I just, no, I'm not rooting for our country. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so I, down what? on our country right now. I cannot root for that. It's a bad time to be up on our country. I get it. I get that. I totally Yeah, do. dude. I cannot root for us. There's I believe, no way. But it, I'll I, do a little research. Yeah. <laughs> Try to compartmentalize some of the horrible, horrible Try. things happening here. I'll try. Okay. I, I'm not going to know any players. I used to know some names of players and now they've all aged out and I don't uh, know. Anyone, you know what? We're so going to bring you back before the world research. cup. We're going to have like a group world cup okay. thing. I'll have you on and we'll, we'll, we'll get fine. you ready for it. All right. Okay. Fun. Well now go take your dog out. Thank you, Lauren, for joining us. He, and, uh, no, now look, I picked him up during the middle of the podcast and now he's on the chair. See, he didn't want to go out. He loves to be in blankets there. Yeah, if you want to see, Follow Lauren Flans on Instagram if you want to see. Yeah, can I plug? Yeah, plug everything. Well, follow me on Twitter because that's where I'm more active until I don't know what's going on with Twitter, but I can't see myself leaving because I'm literally it's an actual addiction. So I'm at Lauren Flans on Twitter. I'm Lauren underscore Flans on Instagram. My gay, 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 gay podcast is at Coming Out Pod. It's called Coming Out with Lauren and Nicole. And um, starting on Thanksgiving Day, on Twitter, I do a thing called Flansmas, hashtag Flansmas, yes. where from Thanksgiving through New Year's, I live tweet shitty made-for-TV Christmas movies. Yes. Um. So that's what when I was like, oh my god, the World Cup. It's like it's all happening at it's once. All, for me. You're gonna like, have all so much going on. I love. And and I yeah, will say, but I'm I, really excited for this Lindsay Lohan Netflix movie. Like that's the kind of shit that I I just live off of from Thanksgiving to New Year's. So are you gonna watch the Weird Al movie? Flansmas. Yeah, I want to see that, but that's not the kind of thing I would flance with. Because A, that'll be an no. actually good movie. Oh, yeah, and no, two, no. That. I will only do Christmas movies. They, All right. Or like whatever. The rare like the Hallmark Channel stuff, right? Yes, exactly. Hallmark there's, Channel, Lifetime. There is a yeah. tweet. But they put of... them on Netflix and Hulu. So oh, okay. most of them you can watch. Yeah. I saw a tweet, which was a picture of like 48 covers or, or you know, the posters for christmas yeah they all look exactly the same yeah man in green woman (laughs) in red like 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 a template amazing i love that well this is a great way to transition into the holidays 
I'm, I'm glad you joined us and mm-hmm. we'll talk to you again soon. Everybody, it's special. No, oh, not God. All right. All the time and on purpose. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll do an intro before this on the on, on the on the uh, audio. But uh, if you couldn't tell, folks, if you're a regular <laughs> listener, you know that if the segment starts out with just middle of the just babble, middle of babbling, it's usually Dan Antonucci, our NBA expert. Nooch, uh, now this, I'm not using the video, but I am wearing a lovely gift that Nooch gave me. Can I talk about oh, it, Nooch? No, absolutely not. It. I ha- I can you hear me better now? Does this sound better? Yeah, you sound way better. Ah, shit. Yeah, you're like, uh, yeah, you're you're a special guy. You know what? Ah, all right, we're gonna start over. No, we're not. We're gonna just use it. I sounded yeah, shitty, but you it. sounded great. Now I Thank sound you. better, you're saying? You sound terrific. Fabulous. I'll write that into the intro about the bad audio. All right. So you are our NBA expert. Uh, and thank you. Why do you say uh? Because it's, you know, I've I don't think I've I'm as good as I've been in seasons past, but we'll find out, won't we? Well, that makes you, you know, even a mediocre NBA expert is probably overqualified for the sports dump. That's true. And just so you know, um, in my all sports fantasy league that I'm in uh, with Brendan Hunt, who mm-hmm. cannot do the sport, his sports dump regular coach beard cannot do the sports dump during the period of the uh, of the World Cup. He is uh, really contractually obligated. Uh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Can't wait. Well, he's working with the uh, he is working with the men in Blazers. So I'd love to just plug his podcast that wow. he's doing with them talking about the american uh world cup teams in history and i'm sure he'll be doing some world cup coverage either for them or someone else either way he can't do our podcast so maybe you'll be our makes sense i'll bring my brother in who's a pretty decent soccer expert when the world cup comes up which is very soon by the way but that's not what you're here for no i I did watch some the other day though sorry let's not get off track more than that other than to say we picked up yukon we wanted UConn. our We didn't get him. We got UConn basketball. Oh, give me a, great give me a timing. Two-sentence two preview for a UConn basketball. Young, fierce. Mm. Wait, did you, was, did you say two? Uh, That's fine. Two words. Is recruiting fine. class. Best recruiting classes we've ever experienced. Okay. Well, that young scares me because that, that never happened. And not, rarely does anything good happen right. in the tournament to a young team. Well, our core is a a junior a senior a sophomore so but we have great young people as well all right we've already gone past what we should have now we're here to talk about the nba and of course this can also serve as our de facto nba season preview because why would you do a preview right at the beginning so much is going to change you know even even defector media which they do great uh work they do they do usually do their preview a day or two into the season uh, so we had to do ours later. And what better time than the first coach in the regular season to be fired? Not anyway, same time, huh? Oh, I mean, that's clearly I guess that was in the probably in the works since uh, since he was sus- suspended by Boston, I'm guessing. Yeah, because they want to well, yeah. dash out. It almost doesn't count. 
Well, if he gets if he becomes the coach and then they rattle off like, you know, 12 of 15, we'll know that they were just tanking it to get rid of Nash. Exactly. Although I still think that that team is is it's just nuts. So like as bad as it is for the league to have these teams be bad. There's never been I'm talking about the Lakers as well. There's never been two teams that are so like like spectacularly bad. You know, the the Lakers had that one team with Gary Payton and Nash and Malone, right? Was Nash on that one? They're three and eleven combined, folks, just in case you were wondering how how they're doing. Nash was on a different version of the Lakers. He wasn't on that Malone and Gary Payton one. No. No, I was wrong about that. But anyway, that that was a young pup in Dallas then. That team Mm -hmm. imploded. Um and uh as I as I suspect, I mean L.A. They still could get out of it. I don't know if Boston, uh, if New Jersey can get out of their mess. Well, it's it's going to be interesting, you know. And we're and and Houston is listening to this podcast. Like, yes, we got off the hook. The uh, there's Houston, the Lakers might be making a move here by losing these games. What kind of a move? Uh, sort of a future setting. So they don't have their pick this year. No, no, no. I'm saying they want to, the NBA from a PR perspective wants a sour note in LA so we can accept LeBron and wherever his new home is, where he's going to meet up with, with his boy. It's you classic. Think, uh, you think this is set up for him to play with his son in Cleveland? Yes, for sure. If the Lakers win a championship, it looks foolish for him as a competitor to then be like, well, I'm going to Cleveland. But if he's leaving a shit situation, it's like, oh, okay, folks, look at this. How nice. I mean, if they got Mobley for LeBron and AD, I think the Lakers would take it. Wow. Okay. Don't okay. you? You mean with that switcheroo? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. They would. Why not? And 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 guy, I think I think uh, you know, Cleveland would take it too. Absolutely, yeah. They would. They would. From a revenue standpoint, Cleveland would be doing backflips. All right, so that's the trade we're suggesting here. It's, I don't know yeah. how you make that trade happen though. Audio screen grab that. Well, you never know. You can't audio screen. We're recording the yeah. episode. Oh, that's what it is. That's called recording, by yeah, the way. We're just folks. recording it. Do an audio screen grab. Yeah. I'm glad we're not recording the video because I have my my regular glasses broke and these are my spare glasses yeah. and they don't look so great. Boy, does he look foolish. <laughs> you won't even show your image. That's right. So uh I like that that suggestion of uh blow it up, send LeBron. It would have to be See, I don't know if Cleveland would do. I mean, the way you frame that deal is a bit excessive as far of as what course. they could be giving up. Yeah, but you think. If you say if Mobley and Garland, I'd say, oh. Yeah, but then then I don't know if Cleveland does that. Because then what does Cleveland yeah. have left? They've got Donovan Mitchell. They've got the center who's an all star, I guess. I guess, <laughs> you know, the one the Nets basically threw in. 
and then they'd have LeBron and AD. I don't know. I I mean that's a better that's a better surrounding cast, but I feel like yeah, they wouldn't and, give up the two of them. And this is like a year or two down the road. Who knows who's even going to be still healthy and where they're. You know what I mean? So, so do you, there's do you so think much the turnover. Lakers are tanking this season. I don't know. I, I here's here. Let me frame it like this: Russell Westbrook and the team clearly had some sort of divide that you know. Susie May Otten in Oklahoma knew about. So yeah. for the Lakers to address that by saying, nope, make it work, says eh, maybe team chemistry and a flow to win a championship isn't necessarily our goal here. Yeah, but they may also just be holding out to like, okay. you know, you mentioned Houston. What were you mentioning Houston for? Are they off? Uh, they're one and eight. Orlando's one and seven. Though they want to be. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I don't understand the difference. But I'm saying the Lakers down low want to be. Oh, okay. Or, like you said, they're coasting until it's time to make a playoff. I think they are because, I mean, if they, you know, we should enjoy these Russell Westbrook days. Now, it it would be incredible if he embraces this six-man role and suddenly, you know, rejuvenates his career somehow. I don't think it's possible. I think he's washed. Well, if anybody could do it, talk about an energy off the bench. You know? it, it's a, it's it's the perfect role. It would yeah. have been, you know, Iverson probably could have lasted a couple more years if he was just, you know, come on yeah. in, score twenty points a game in twenty five yeah. minutes. Uh, you know, two assists, at, no yeah. rebounds, one steal, three uh, Ben four Gordon turnovers, twenty points a game off ben the bench Gordon. for the Bulls. There you go. But but. Iverson couldn't see himself being Ben Gordon, you know, no, even well, Jordan, like, you know, once Jordan got to being like, what was he? Vince Carter at, a, yeah. at, at Jordan's worst. He was like prime. That's probably not fair to Vince Carter. No, but, no. Sorry, Vince. We still love you. You're welcome to come on the show. Sure. Anytime. So are you, MJ. But it just mm-hmm. seems it's, you know, Jordan was still a an all star level player. If marginally yeah. at that point. Oh, if he wanted just for shits and giggles, he True. could have been a role player till he was 48. Absolutely. Absolutely. Could have Tom Brady'd it. Yeah. Oh, that would be something to see. Too bad. But he could again, Tom that's too Brady. much for him. All right. So we've hey, talked Tom about Brady the- made the NBA preview. I'm proud of him. Yes. Well, we try to get his name in just because he's topical right now. And yeah. I don't think they will be for the playoffs. But we're we're keeping this on basketball. I got another guy for football. Um, I really love football. I know you do, but but uh, but basketball is your thing here. I know it's it's you know it's, it's unfortunate it. that that I that basketball is your thing. No, I didn't grow up in a. I mean, I had the Giants, and that was awesome. But the community involvement from the University of Connecticut and the state was different vibe. Like the Whalers, go whale. Okay, why are you just trying to get other team names in here now? I don't know. Sorry. Keep going. Well, what did you think about the, uh, yeah, the Nets thing? It's still, I guess, in, in the midst of its stupidity. Well, they're, they're, I mean, literal stupidity. That's like weird to watch that whole team. Yeah. I don't even, I try to distance myself from them, to be honest. It's a poorly constructed team, actually. Correct. You would think the people running the show didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, but... Alas, they do not. And that's another team. Again, their draft is just sunk. They've done this twice. They did it with KD 
and they did it with, you know, Paul Pierce. Who was the third in that trio? Ray huh? Allen? Not 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 in New Jersey. No, I was just I thought you were listening <laughs> that great 2008 song. No. I'm trying to think who else New Jersey had. Was it like Joe Johnson or something? Oh, they could ruin anybody. Yeah. But you they've done the same thing twice. Your, yeah. They did it with the oligarch guy mm-hmm. and then they did it again. Unbelievable. Um, something in me tells me you don't love the Brooklyn Nets. I do not. No, they're horrible. And Kyrie, I mean, what a uh this is this is an example. He reminds me of Aaron Rodgers. Both of them. <laughs> listen, Aaron Rodgers went to Cal. Yeah. And Kyrie went to Duke. And and in all honesty, even though I am fucking far smarter than either of those guys, I would never have gotten into either of those schools. Now, I am not saying that they would have gotten into those schools were they not athletes. I get it. But they went to those schools. And so they think that they're that smart. There you go. So that's the problem with those guys. They are not. They are geniuses of sport and athleticism. Yeah. And that's even uh, slightly debatable. No, that's not debatable. They're both. They both have consistently been amongst the 10 best players in their league, which is at the highest level of the sport. That's true. And I love I love uh, they're both. But they're both. I'd say they're maybe both average intelligence. You know, and maybe that puts them like at a higher level for, you know, people who yeah. don't have the same general. I, I don't even know. Like and, and it depends on how you define intelligence. But these two guys are just not smart. No. Like, and that's a lot of it's and they not their fault. Think they you know, are, which is athlete, the problem. You can't you can't dedicate too much other time. No. And I, it, that's absolutely age. true. But I think because these guys went to these schools, they think that, oh, yeah, I'm a guy. I'm the guy who went to Duke. Yeah. OK. Yeah. You know, but you also almost went to Kentucky. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's, I don't, you know, it's no offense. Emeka Okafer was, was a very good student. Oh, Road for scholar. sure. Absolutely. Scholar. I'm not saying they aren't amongst players at no. all. And actually NBA players, I think, you know, even, even these days, if they're not going, I mean, none of them graduate college if they're making it to the NBA for the most part. But there's a savviness and an understanding if you're at that level, I think, more now where guys are, you know, they're at IMG Academy or whatever it is, you know, even there. Yeah. Anyway, we got off topic. We got off the uh, NBA. Let's just finish up with any other observations you might have on the NBA season. Well, now you got me obsessed with thinking of other people that think they're smarter than they are because of the college they went to. Well, I probably think I'm smarter than I am. But it's got nothing to do with the college I've gone to. It simply has to do with the cumulative conversations and interactions I've had with other people across my life. There you do it. That's the old school way. Experience is a great teacher. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I've observed. But I could be wrong. But I certainly. How about those Cavaliers? If you want to get back up. There we do. That was my my question to you. Phoenix Cleveland finals whoa Cleveland and six okay that's what i'm talking about mm-hmm. milwaukee uh, loses in the eastern conference finals and who loses in the western conference finals i'm gonna get back to you on that utah 
<laughs> you think they totally do a do a one eighty, and they're like, "Look, hey man, we're 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 eight and four. Let's go for it." That team, uh, no way. You don't see it. I I feel like they play very connected, and you in know, championships, it's usually a team that's connected that ends up winning. You know, I think Utah has more serviceable players to the Lakers mm-hmm. than than uh, Indiana, for example. But I don't know if if Danny Ainge can bring himself to improve the Lakers and LeBron. Like he might spite, <laughs> he, might, he might spite Utah. Just you know, they may disqualify themselves for Wabanyana just so that the Lakers don't get to the playoffs. Yeah. Well, LeBron isn't necessarily a young pup anymore. No shit. This is why you're our NBA expert. Thank you. And elite quickness and power and bursts and things that were an asset before aren't necessarily there. No, No, but he could do what, I mean, LeBron could be at this point. This is the hilarious thing. LeBron could pretty much be Carl Malone now if he wanted to. Right. If he you know, wanted to. Oh, for sure. Like, like that's what but a reduced can, LeBron is, is like, yeah, all right, he's he, not going to get up and down quite as much on defense and everything. He'll come down to the post, won't handle the ball as much. He'll score 24, yeah. 26, but he'll still have 11 rebounds and six yeah. assists. Uh, you <laughs> which, know, I, which, I say make him a point guard the rest of his career. He, he is just, a point guard. What I know, the fuck but are I mean, like, talking about? like legit. I know he wouldn't have the foot speed to guard most yeah, legit point guards. You can't have him up there on point guards. No, Chris Paul would just kill him. I know, but I think as far as preserving his body, he could get so many assists if he wanted to. Yes, yeah, he could like take thirty a game. Well, he could take more of a like a finesse. You know, he he basically is a kind of a point power forward as opposed yes. to a point small forward. Mm-hmm. Even though Anthony Davis, you know, wants to be the power forward, even though the team is every team he's been on has been better when he's a center. Yeah. But I don't I, know. You know, there's so many good players right now that people don't appreciate yet. But they are actually really darn good. That give me, give me three players who are under underappreciated. We'll go out on three? that. Sure, uh, we'll say Dejounte Murray. Okay, okay. Took a while to get that out there. Were you thinking of someone else as you were saying it, or no, was it just Sadiq a... Bay? Sadiq Bay on the uh, on Denver. No, Detroit. Detroit. That whole okay. team. Look out for the two and seven Pistons. Well, see, that's another team that right now, like, they might be in the driver's seat if they have, like, if Utah and San Antonio, what's the other team that's overachieving right now that's supposed to be crap? New Orleans. No, they're going for it. There were a few teams that were supposed to be tanking, and those two are doing really well. Uh, Utah and San Antonio. Uh, Atlanta? Atlanta's five and three. Atlanta's not trying to tank. Let's just say it's those two, right? Oh, now. I don't see too many other teams. Washington's four and four, Philly's four and five. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So Detroit yeah. and Orlando right now, and and there, well, there's another team with only, and not the Lakers. They're going to go for it. But there's another team with one win, 
And those guys may have like they're six games behind right now for that first yeah. pick. It, you know, that that margin right now could hold over the next 70 games. Well, there better be an excellent prospect that everybody's excited for. Victor Wembanyama, we know that. Victor Wembanyama, yeah, there Victor it Wembanyana. is. There it is. All right, and also Scoot Henderson, I think, is the number two pick. I'll take Scoot any day. Love that name. Never, yeah, never heard if, of him. If only for the name. All right. Well, speaking of Scoot, why don't you, Scoot? Thank you yep, for your uh, minutes on the debt. Nice. Uh, something like that. Something like that. That was pretty good. Thank you for your observations, uh, Nooch. Which is also, you know, I draft a guy who's named Nooch. Yeah, I, I, I'd be upset if you didn't give me your picks for the finals. Oh, my goodness. You're right. I, I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. I like those picks. I'm going to go with actually Celtics. Mm-hmm. And this is this is. I'm going to say Denver. Ooh, they finally break through. I like that. Yeah, I think they'll make like some big move or something at the deadline. And and I think the other teams. I would have said the Clippers, but it seems like Kawhi is not not in a good place. It's true, and because of Halloween, we should say Bones Highland. Ah, he's on Denver. Yep. There you go. So is Jokic, who's one of the best players on planet Earth. Yes. Well, that's why I was picking them. I'm glad you. I'm glad you took uh, reminded me to make those picks because we can go back later on and, Denver, and see how Boston. right we were. Denver, we Boston, and you got Phoenix and Cleveland. Yep. And oh, and I got I got uh, Boston winning in seven. Nice. Who do you have in the finals? I said Denver and Boston. Oh, the Semi-finals. conference finals. Conference finals. Conference finals. I'm going to go with uh, the Bucks and the Celtics Ooh. in another seven gamer classic okay. playoffs. And uh, Denver is going to go against. I'm going to say Golden State. Ooh, okay. Well, I look forward to seeing what happens. Yeah, we all do. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Nooch. Oh, and anything you want to plug coming sure. out? Sure. J- Jaden Ivey, Rookie of the Year. Oh, that's a that's a good pick. Too. You really you're you're big on Detroit. Uh, obviously, I meant I meant like professionally. Anything you're working on? Nope. But okay. I do. I will say this: There's a player for the Bulls uh, that went to Arizona t- for Terry. And uh, he's the best player I've ever seen. Jason Terry Jr., but he's not. Jalen Terry, he's incredible. Okay. Absolutely incredible. When his time comes, people are going to say, oh, shit. Is he the guy who, is he the guy who. uh, 70, yep. So league, summer. I don't know his number, but did he take down Chet Holmgren in the tournament or something like that? Uh, I have no idea. Like really bodied on him. Is he like a power forward guy? He. Is like how you know how Jimmy Butler is kind of involved in the game and gets all over the floor. Yes, he's like that, but with all the other finesse things that Jimmy doesn't have, like as a scorer and as a visionary. Like he's like a really better version of Jimmy Butler with a more athletic, natural movement style. Wow! And longer arms and everything. Holy cow! Jimmy Butler two point no, no, no. He's this guy. Is, they'll talk about Jordan, Dale and Terry, and everybody else. <laughs> Luckily, he doesn't have Tibbs there to grind him into dust. True. I don't even know if he's getting five minutes a game. <laughs> yeah. Why do you like him so much? Because I watched him play, and as In a summer league, watched, watched a lot of stuff. No, this was a preseason. 
and I was watching him. I was like, oh my goodness, this okay. this is something different. Look out. All right. Well, I haven't heard him in any other scenario, but uh, it's a hot tip. We'll look at his minutes. Yep. All right. Well, what a pleasure it's been. Thanks for having me. Happy fall and upcoming holidays to you. Yes. Uh, the holiday season is coming up. Hopefully I'll talk to you before. Any yeah, big you holiday. definitely will. All right. On the 12th of November, you will. Oh, yes. Yes. Mr. Johnson has a show. Plugged it. <laughs> All right, that was Nooch, ladies and gentlemen. He left. There it is. Didn't say goodbye. All right, well, we'll be right back. All right, we're going to bring in a new segment here. Uh, not a news segment, I should say. A new segment. Separate the words here. We're going maximum football. And if we're going to go maximum football, we probably need somebody named Max. And luckily... I happen to know someone named Max who also goes by Pro Football Max. So when you're going maximum football, who better than Pro Football Max? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. And Max, I uh, I met Max. I do a job. Uh, Dave Pompey, who's been on the show before, he and I have been doing for the last couple of years hosting the football games at Dave and Buster's, which is doing a football program all, all around the country. And Max has been at every single game. Maybe he missed one or two. And he's a huge Jets fan. And so we met him uh, at Dave and Buster's there. He comes to all the games and he has insightful football knowledge. And then once I followed him on Instagram, I found out it was maximum football knowledge. And so we thought we'd bring him on here. And I also want to point out, Max, you are the only person in the history of the Dave and Buster's football promotions to have collected every single prize i'm a big believer in swag you know stuff we all get and if like if it's available i i, lo I love a good gift bag i love i love anything that comes out of a claw machine i um i'm a, I'm a big fan of what i can pick up at dave and buster's i i highly highly recommend um, that people spend time there um whether they're we're not sponsored not. yeah we're not sponsored by them but what would you say is the best of the of the and my god am i ignorant you have enlightened me to stuff we all get as swag. I, um, I just didn't know that I I, I, I I just maybe I knew it at one point, but it was not in my head when you said it. So thank you for for reminding us that it is an acronym. I got you. I got you. And what is the best thing that you think of all the prizes that you've gotten there? Uh, well, you know, last season, um, I remember actually bringing it back th this prize to week 17 or week 18. Now it's called yeah. week 18 last year and you guys had told me you'd only give away two all season and i had gotten one of them and it was the big rubber chicken oh um, yes that's a that's a rare prize yeah it was actually it was funny i had a friend visiting um you know i'm a jets fan i'm from new york i had a friend visiting from new york that weekend she was in for a wedding and i said you know she's like what are you doing on sunday i was like i'm gonna be at dave and buster's and so she came and met me at dave and buster's and she won trivia that day ah. and as the trivia prize she got like she knew she wasn't taking it home with her. And I grabbed the chicken and, um, you know, my favorite day, not only is it great, not only it's, it's a solid, like 15 inches tall. It's a like, rubber it's not... chicken. It, it makes a good squeak noise, I believe. Yes. And that's what I was going to say is my favorite part of it is that if you squeeze its belly, it just gives out a howl. Like it's just, <laughs> it, it gives out and it's a loud screechy, like middle of the night, like wolf in a bear trap type howl. You know and what? It, We're going to have to have you on in a future episode with you, you and the chicken. 
Mm-hmm. Now, by far, that was the best I got last year. This year, I've actually won two Dave and Buster's footballs. Um, one deflated and now one inflated. So I um, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do with them because they really don't have the grip that you'd love, but they are still pretty cool looking. They're a little light on the grip. I, I would guess in temperatures below 50 degrees it would be nearly impossible to grip them yeah uh, and you know what i don't mean to knock on the manufacturer whoever dave and busters licensed these footballs out to might have been someone that coca-cola uses their their logos on the football too i don't mean is. to hate no but, no um, no it's still really cool looking if you go to my instagram um you know pro football max one the you'll actually see a picture of the football right after you handed it to me after halftime of the um i won the raffle last week and after right. you handed it to me Took a great picture of that football in front of the screens. So um, anyone who's curious to know what this ungrippable football looks like, please go to my Instagram at ProFootballMax1. There you go, folks. All right. So now we've gotten our introductions out of the way. Let's get into the football. And uh, on on your Instagram, you also give picks each week. And so gambling seems to be a pretty popular thing involved with sports. So I think maybe we should take a look at the games this week. And see uh, see what's going on and who you think's going to win. Now, again, I, will, I will point out that that Max is a Jets fan. And what that does is it gives him a certain freedom because Jets fans are rarely clouded by like playoff scenarios where they have to root for anything to happen. So you're probably going to get a pretty pure version of these uh, picks here. Yeah, I like to think that as a Jets fan, um, you know, I, obviously, I want it, my team to do great every year. I mean, you've seen me. I'm not one of those. You know, I'm not. I'm not sitting there waiting for the other shoe to drop. Self-loathing Jets fans. I'm no, there no. to the end. So, but unfortunately, there have been a lot of years where the team you get to the second half of the season and they and they can best be described as lackluster. So, so many years. you kind of. But as a football fan, it does give you that freedom to kind of explore the rest of the league. Who's good? Who's not? And you, you start to root for other teams. You get a knowledge of other players. Um, cause I, I do love the sport of football as, yeah. as much as I love the jets. I love the sport yeah. and I love great competition. So that is, um, I, I think you're right. It gives me a freedom to look at the league a little bit differently, not just from a skewed perspective. That's right. As a Nebraska fan in college football, I've had 20 years of real objectivity being able to look <laughs> at all the other teams. All right. So we'll go through the games. You got the chargers. They're at Atlanta. Yes, yes. I think the Chargers at Atlanta. I'm I'm expecting Atlanta to pull this one out. They are the underdog. I'm looking it up right now to see um how much the Chargers are favored in this sports line. But regardless of the line, I, I actually expect Atlanta to win this game. You think they're gonna win it outright? Uh I, I suspect it's probably like a three point uh spread one way or the other, or under three points, I would guess. Yeah, no, um, I got Three um in in my Yahoo Pick'em League they picks uh the spreads locked yesterday and it locked a three point favorite for the Chargers and I'm feeling Atlanta for for quite a few different reasons I think oh. um you know one I don't know if you saw today it actually was just confirmed as we were getting on this that Keenan Allen is out again this week oh even yeah, off the bye week he he has played two games very limited with this hamstring injury and he's out again this week and. Mike Williams, the man who has stepped up in Keenan Allen's absence, it appears that he's not going to be playing either. Yeah, they're down to like their fourth string, second wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, so, and oh, I'm sorry. No, you. And just one thing I was going to add about that is they're coming off their bye week. They're not always I, I I'm not a big fan of the Chargers coach. I, I don't think they're the best coach team. Teams sometimes slack off their bye week. 
undisciplined teams are typically slacking. They're also going to the East Coast to play a, a early game, which is never the best thing for Chargers. I, I see the Chargers starting off slow. And then the thing that Atlanta does better so well more than anyone right now this season is they, they're running the ball as well as anyone. Maybe Chicago's better and maybe Cleveland's better, but Atlanta's a top five rushing team. And if you look at the Chargers last handful of games, they're giving up um, other than one game. They're, they're giving up like 150 yards, 130 yards every game. Yep. So there's some rumors that Cordell Patterson might be back. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Oh, that's I just to know because I have the other guy in for my fantasy today. Yeah, no, I haven't seen a firm word either way. He was taken off the PUP list or the IL, whatever, whatever they call it now. But there's um, right. I just I see a lot of reasons why Atlanta can pull this out. And let's not be surprised. Atlanta's won some good game, beat some good teams at home. They beat San Francisco a few weeks ago at home. They beat the NFL. At it's, home. it's so hard to pick. Anybody can really be anybody these days. It's I know they've been saying for years any given Sunday, but shit, it's more true than ever. Yeah. All right, so we're going to you we've established you've established you've got a lot of knowledge on these games. <laughs> we're going to go shorter on the picks and the analysis though, which is sorry, my sorry. fault. No, no. We got to we got to get into it. And we might get into something long term like bad coaches if if it comes up, but I'll just run through these games. Miami at Chicago. Miami at Chicago. I like Chicago. Oh, you Chicago like Chicago is going to pull an upset. Okay. Now Miami is I think favored in that game, but Miami you're going is. overall Overall, I like Chicago. Have you seen Chicago the last two weeks? Well, yeah, we've been there watching the games oh. together. And actually, when they run the ball and use their quarterback properly, they are okay. When yeah. they try to make him like be a pocket passer, they suck. You know, I'm not a big college football person. I really don't watch it at all. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching the Thursday night game with Chicago, where Kirk Herbstreet, who's a great college analyst, was talking the game, and all Kirk Herbstreit kept talking about was how great Justin Fields is and how the coaches don't use him right. right. And I feel like the coaches probably listened to that. They had 10 days off after that Thursday game, and they got shamed by Kirk Herbstreit, and they said, you know what, let's let's build around this guy. And the last two weeks, that offense has been on fire on the road. I like Chicago to come home in front of a home stands that is loud and crazy, mm. and I think they're going to put one over. And I know – Bradley Chubb just got signed to it, got traded to Miami and he got signed to that big contract. Wouldn't surprise me if there's a couple people on the Miami defense who are a little butthurt by that. Oh. A couple of guys who maybe don't play their best game because they don't like the hundred million dollar acquisition that just entered their locker room. Whoa. You know, when, little, little, little locker room jealousy, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, you remember when Von Miller got traded to the Rams last yep. year? It eventually worked out, but they played a primetime game was his first game where they got beat down hard by someone. I can't remember who it was. Oh. It took a minute for the Rams to figure out how to play with Von Miller. I like Miami a lot for the rest of the season, but this week I'm taking Chicago at home. All right, then. Carolina at Cincinnati. Cincinnati has some injuries, but Carolina just plain old sucks. Yeah, but Carolina, you know, they, they're playing with house money. Nothing to lose ever since their coach got fired. Sure. They play a looseness, but Cincinnati got embarrassed on Monday Night Football a few nights ago, and that's not going to happen again. Not playing at home. They're just – they are a better team than Carolina, and sometimes the better team does win. Cincinnati, I, I'm not 100% sure that they'll cover. I think the spread's something like seven and a half. Yeah. But Cincinnati should win this game. 
They should. They absolutely should. Uh, now, here's a here's an upset you got picked. I see Green Bay at Detroit. But is it even an upset at this point? I think it is because it's Detroit. Yeah. And the spread is, um, you know, it's reasonable. It's it's with I think three and a half is what it locked out yesterday. But Detroit has, you know, they're better than their record. They're better than their one win record. They've had a lot of close games. They've scored a lot of points. They're they're that, you know, they're Sisyphus. They're pushing that boulder up the hill. But I think they're going to get one over this week. And it, as much as it is Detroit, you know, the NFL schedule made a lot of mistakes. The schedule makers did this year. There are four teams this year that go back to back to back on the road. Ooh. Green Bay is the first one of those four teams to face this. The other three, three teams on the road. All right, go ahead. Just three in a row on the road. And that's two weeks after they went over to the UK to play a game. Oh, they went, that is some bad travel plans. Terrible, terrible scheduling. So, I mean, in my preseason picks, when I looked out, I do every game and I, and, and I made some picks, I had Detroit winning this game. Uh. All four teams that go back to back to back on the road this year, I think at least three of them will lose that third road game. Who are and, the other teams? Uh, the other teams, Philadelphia does it later in the season. Ooh. Um, you know, I don't remember offhand. I'd have to look at pro. No, football. Philly's the most interesting one, though, because they could be, you know, they they could be undefeated in any of those games. And the that third team they play in that they go at Giants, at Chicago, at Dallas. Ooh. Are you are you telling me that Philly's going to go undefeated when their third game in a back to back to back on the road is a division rival with a top five defense? Anyone who's talking Philly, Philly's great. They can win 14, 15, 16 games this year. They're not going undefeated. Yeah. Most seasons, 16 would be undefeated, but no longer. Yes. <laughs> but as you said, we're talking about Detroit and Green Bay, and Detroit's been knocking at that door. They're ready to knock it over. Green Bay has been sluggish and struggling, and now their third straight road game. I got Detroit. All right. Let's whip through these. New England and Indianapolis used to be a real important game. Now, not so much. <laughs> No, and with this uh, quarterback making his second career start for Indianapolis, if you know football, you know Belichick's history against oh, young yes. first-year quarterbacks. Indianapolis might not score a point. I'm expecting three field goals, no touchdowns for Indy, and New England should score at least 20. All this right. is going to be a bit of a game. Big, Yeah, I, I, I like that analysis there. So now it's your Jets, Buffalo at the Jets. Do the Jets have a chance? I mean, they have a chance to cover. That, What's that the spread on that, 14? Yeah, it's it's large. It's it locked at fourteen, and you know, I have a cousin who's you know got a lot more experience gambling than me. He never puts money on road favorites, especially when they're in the division. It's a hard and fast rule. So just even though Buffalo looks like they should win this game by thirty, he it's just one of those hard and fast rules. Road favorites in the division you never put money down so because those teams know each other real well keep it close mm -hmm. division games are always closer than they should are usually closer than they should be so i i think buffalo will win but jets have a, a chance to cover all right let's finish out the roster minnesota at washington unbelievable minnesota so I love what Minnesota is doing this year. If you go to my preseason predictions at Pro Football Max, I had Minnesota losing the NFC Championship game this year. Two, I was all to Dallas. I have Dallas as a Super Bowl team. I like but Minnesota. It. Minnesota Dallas was my NFC Championship prediction, and you know I still like Minnesota. I know I don't think Minnesota has played their best football yet. Yet they're a six and one team. They're going to get better before they get worse, and. You know, if they can hit their stride at the right time. But anyway, I think Washington did a great job getting back to 500 last week, but they're going to fall one under this week to Minnesota. 
Yep. Now we got the Raiders going all the way to Jacksonville. Ooh, you know, That's we talked about good. back to back to back on the roads before. This is actually a back to back on the road. Las Vegas went to New Orleans and now is going to Jacksonville. And they played some of their ugly, some of the ugliest football you can imagine came out of their offense. I, yeah. I had Vegas as a playoff team this year, and I'm so bitterly disappointed. Um, you know, I'm picking Jacksonville. Jacksonville, every one of their games is a one touchdown game. It's another team that's knocking on the door. And, you know, they, they seem to be figuring it out a little bit more. They lost to Denver in the UK last week. But if you watch that game, you thought Jacksonville played better. Russell Wilson took it over in the second half and won that game, put the team on his shoulders and won it. But for, you know, two and a half, three quarters, that was a Jacksonville was the better team. So yeah. another team that's right there at going home, take this win. You know, you got to win these games. Yeah. Could be the last game they win for a month, too. So you got to win this. one. Oh, and you see the schedule getting tough. Yeah, you got to win those easy ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we got a divisional, the surprising Seattle Seahawks at the I guess equally surprising Arizona Cardinals, although mediocrity kind of goes with the Cardinals. Yeah, no, I am. Um, you know, we talked about coaches that I'm not a big fan of. And right at the top of that list is Cliff Kingsbury. I've I've been a hater of his for quite a while now. And um, I just I don't see him making it past their bye week. Another prediction from Pro Football Max was that Cliff Kingsbury wouldn't be the coach after the bye week. Wow. And I have it still verging in that direction. Um, they have four games left, but what Arizona right now is in the midst of three in a row against division opponents. Yeah. Um, and, if the, you yeah. Know, you, and they're not going to, he's going to get this chance, but I'm telling you, if they come out of this stretch one and two, oh, and three, then, you know, it, it could be the end. So I, and I think, you know, they're going to start oh, and one in this stretch, even though they're at home against Seattle. These teams played each other three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Kyle Kyler Murray ran for a lot of yards, but other than that, Seattle completely shut down their run. Yeah, and Seattle, I, I once again coaching here. You know, yeah. Pete Carroll's a top five coach. Cliff Kingsbury's a bottom five coach. Who's going to learn more and be better three weeks later? I mean, I I just Seattle. This is there Seattle for the win. Our hometown, Los Angeles Rams, so to speak, uh, at Tampa Bay. So it's about the same <laughs> amount of Tampa Bay fans as there would be if it was played in L.A. <laughs> so true so true this game was my biggest toss-up this was the this is a the biggest coin flip for me this week i had the hardest time deciding who was going to win who's more and, disappointing um, is the question i guess yeah but I, i'm like who's more likely to rebound and what are they and i started thinking about that and i said who's more what is each team more likely to rebound around and I, I think this Tampa Bay team, which has had 10 days off since their last game. Remember, Brady played on Thursday night. His divorce was finalized Friday and announced Friday. <laughs> you know, and that tells me, though, like people were like, oh, you know, the tabloids are like, oh, are they not together? Are they together? Are they getting back? No, clearly this was like a done deal in the last three, four weeks. They've oh, been yeah. Fine. So something tells me this guy, he played that game where Tampa Bay didn't look terrible against Baltimore. They didn't look great, but they didn't look terrible. But they, they looked okay. And something tells me 10 days off, the drama of the season, this team can rally around the GOAT. You're he, calling this, a, yeah, a divorce rebound is what you're looking at. I, I'm saying a team rebounds around their guy. Do you remember Super Bowl 50 where Peyton Manning was clearly not Peyton Manning, but that defense played better than they were for him? Yeah, it they looked like they were playing for him. They did. That's the way I remember that game. That defense was good, but it was not that good that it should have stopped Cam Newton after the year he had. 
Like that defense played for one man. Yeah. And I, you know, I just, this Tampa Bay team, it, this isn't like Russell Wilson in Denver where they're figuring it out, whether no. they like each other, they love Tom Brady. Tom Brady loves them. I see this team. This could be where the turnaround starts. They're in their division is very bad. Yeah, you know, that's true. That is a division that anybody could win. And probably the winner will have a eight and seven record. Yeah, or, you know, I was going to say 10 games, 10 and 10 and seven, but you know, nine and nine and eight. Oh yeah. Just... Eight and seven is only 15 games. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be nine say, and eight. The division, the eight. winner, the winner in this division could be a 10 win team could possibly be a nine win team. And Tampa has more than enough games left to get to nine. So oh, this could be where go. it starts for them. All right. And finally, Tennessee at Kansas city, Kansas city looks yeah. very good right now, but Tennessee has the kind of, you know, a game plan and running game that might slow them down. Yeah. But you know, well, there's two things here. One, Kansas, the, there's a stat out there. What is it? Andy Reid's been coaching for 20 something years and he's only lost like two times after the bye. 18 and three, actually, I think after the bye, something like that. So Andy Reid after the bye at home, it's on Sunday night football. It's, you know, it's hard to pick against that. But on the other side, too, just people are like, well, Tennessee is a top 10 team. Tennessee's won five in a row. I don't have Tennessee as a top 10 team at all. Go to my power rankings. I have them ranked 15. Because you look at the five in the row, who did they beat? Indianapolis twice, Las Vegas, Houston, Washington. Like, Washington's the most impressive win out of that. And they kind of pulled that Washington game out. You know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a blowout. So, you know, just Tennessee... Yeah, Tennessee's once again bad division, most likely to win the division. But are they last year they were the number one seed going into the playoffs? They're not going to be the number one seed this year unless they sweep their division through. Um, no, they're not. It's not no, what they... we're seeing here. It's not going to happen again. All right. Well, those are the picks. Now, those are all straight up picks. In the mm-hmm. future, maybe we'll add we'll add the lines, although you were aware of the lines, so I appreciate that. And <laughs> if you want more information from Max, he mentioned his power rankings there. You mentioned the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, beating the uh, who'd you have them in the NFC Championship game, uh, Minnesota? Minnesota in my preseason prediction. So I've been doing this for years. Um, you know, if you go to ProFootballMax.com, you'll see a little bit of history. And I always say, you know, people go, "When did you start making picks every year?" And I say, "There was one year I was watching someone else make picks. I can't remember who it was, and I looked their picks, and I went, that's stupid. You're, you're, this guy's an idiot.'" And I then people, instead of being like, oh, why? instead of calling, what would you do? I did it. You know, I wrote down every team on a list and I put down how many wins I thought they would get. And I then added them all up to see if I was close because you can only have, so there's only so many games in a year. There's only so many wins. Sure. And when I did that, I was only off by like four. Yeah. Of where, and that I mean, told me that like, I'm okay at this. And as the years have gone on, I've gotten more and more serious about it. But if you go to profootballmax.com and you scroll down to preseason predictions, you can see my whole history of predictions, preseason predictions from 2008 to the present. Well, just in case they don't do that, who was your <laughs> AFC pick for the uh, for the Super Bowl this year? My AFC pick, I had Buffalo and Kansas City meeting in the championship game, Buffalo hosting this time and winning to go to the Super Bowl. And does Buffalo win the Super Bowl or should we let people find that out on your picks? I think people, you know, I need to encourage them to go to profootballmax.com. So see who I picked in this Buffalo-Dallas Super Bowl. The teams have played each other in the Super Bowl before, and we all know how that worked out. That's right. But I highly, highly encourage um, everyone to go to the site, check out the picks for this year, check out the picks for past years. 
if you go on social media, if you don't like what I wrote or what I predicted, I encourage you to go to social media and complain about it. I love haters. There you I go. I encourage the haters. It leads to great conversation. Exactly. And just like Max, you could be just like he started out. You could be like, these guys pick suck. I could do this. That's and I encourage that's it. How it starts. That's that. I love the open discourse. Well, Max, thank you. I will see you on Sunday. And folks, uh, well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later on. Thank you so much for the segment, Max. Oh, thank you for having me. So happy to be here. Plugged it. <laughs>